Hi, everybody. I'm Eric Arnault, and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a close look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. This week, we're breaking with tradition for a Blank Cassette first, a two-parter. A few weeks ago, I talked to Los Angeles-based writer Charlie Madsen about a 2006 tape, yes, tape, he made called Abercrombie and Bitch, so named after a line in a Saturday Night Live sketch. This was a 120-minute mix, and Charlie had a lot of fascinating stuff to say about it. So, in an effort to keep the show to listenable-sized episodes, I decided to split Charlie's into two pieces, one for side A and one for side B. This week, obviously the side A part, Charlie discusses his first foray into mix-making using current popular music. He also shares a fascinating approach to mix-making that's visual in nature. Uh, Come back for side B next week. Now, if you have a mix you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, email mixtape at nerdalogs.com with a track listing and a brief bit about why the mix exists. We would love to hear from you. And remember, Blank Cassette is a Nerdalogs production. We make all sorts of cool stuff, like other podcasts, live comedy shows, and even games. For more on the Nerdalogs, go to www.nerdalogs.com or facebook.com slash nerdalogs. And if you want to show us some love, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps a ton. Of course, thank you so much for listening. And now let's turn it over to Charlie. My name is Charlie Matson, and the name of this tape is called Abercrombie and Bitch. Stole that from a line that Maya Rudolph said on Saturday Night Live to Paris Hilton when they're downhill skiing in whatever sketch it was in the early 2000s. I liked the way it sounded so much that I stole it for the title of this cassette. It does not mean anything else on the cassette beyond that I liked that joke because I was making this tape at the time when they were re-airing it on VH1. And I'm like, that's funny. That's the title of this tape I'm making. So this tape was made specifically summer of 2006, which, and the songs are collected from 05 to 06. And being, this was while I was living in Alaska, I was going to school, I was summering in Anchorage at the time. And so a lot of the time it was uh, just driving. That particular summer, this particular tape made its debut on the road trip, the 4th of July road trip to Seward, which is a two hour road trip. 
and this is, this is a 120 minute tape. And so we've got basically the length of the tape on the road trip, which for Seward in Alaska on 4th of July is like the biggest party in the state. Everyone goes down there. It's a two hour drive south. And uh, it was a collection of music that just l- sounds good while it's the sun is not setting in Alaska and it's just mountains and rivers and trees. And that particular, which is what that drive was. And so it was a drive through the mountains, through the forest, across down uh, the Seward Highway uh, and the old Glen and all that stuff. And so it was just driving around Alaska that summer. I always think you got to start where a lot of albums start and end where a lot of albums end. And uh, so, for example, the beginning of the tape is The World at Large and Float On from Good News for People Who Love Bad News. And then you see so you start with something that's impactful, that draws people in, and you use modern impactful music that's loud and fun as an excuse to trick people into listening to the stuff that you like more. I'm more of a classic rock guy, I'm more of an oldies guy, so it's the trick for me is making a tape that I can listen to with other people in the car and know that they're gonna enjoy it, but you kinda have to say like I don't I, I never really like modern music all that much. That was never really my thing. So this is my first attempt at making a tape that has good modern music on it. That while still incorporating stuff from like um, you know, three dog night. Slide that in there in the zombies, just to slide that in there. Yeah, don't act like you didn't know, huh? 
That's just the way it go, yeah When you're messing with the funk, yeah You bumpin' in your trunk, yeah You know it's what you want, yeah So just bump the bump the bump Bump, bump it up Down, move to the boogie to be You know I want you to come boogie with me We can lift that slide right all night It's time to be Drop out of parents to look at her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down her and do it. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears. Cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter a lady. Yeah, it's so long that it looked like weave. Then she cut it all off, now she look like Eve. And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe. Single black female addicted to retail as well. That's how we gon' show them how we get down. Now Selena, you just like a safe belt. You saved my life. Kanye West is in here for All Falls Down. Um, that, for me, was my first foray into popular rap. Uh, for what Kanye has become, 
in our lifetime, at this point in this moment, he was like the first time I'd heard a humble rapper. If you listen to the words that he's saying, which is so ironic now, but if you listen to the words that he's saying, he's just talking about like having to deal with materialism and just like the difficulty and like she couldn't afford a car. So she named her daughter Alexis. And it's just like the, the difficulty of trying to keep up with everyday life while you're impoverished and just like, you know, the fact that we're all wearing like wearing fronts and all that shit. And it was just so interesting to me. And so that was I remember when I first heard it and I was telling my friends, like, you got to listen to this guy. It's not like other rap. And I remember everyone going, no. And then they've since changed their minds and now they love rap, <laughs> which like is weird to say rap. Oh, they like that rap music. But like this was a big shift in my musical taste was the ability to hear someone who wasn't uh, um, like he, he, who has gone on to become an arrogant parody of himself, even if it's self-aware. But in like when I hear all falls down, I, I do think of just like this humble introspection. Should I try to hide the way I feel inside my heart for you? Would you say that you would try to love me too? In your mind, could you ever be really close to me? I can tell the way you smile. If I feel that I could be certain, then I would say the things I want to say tonight. But till I can see that you'd really care for me, I'll keep trying to hide the way I feel inside.
I had a dream I stood beneath an orange sky with my brother standing by with my brother standing by with my brother and my sister standing My brother and my sister standing by. I stole my father's gun from Cameron Crowe's Elizabeth Town. He has the scene in it's not a good movie, but this is just coming off Almost Famous, which is a really, really good movie and great music on that soundtrack. And my father's gun, I remember it from either the trailer. I actually hadn't seen the film. I just remember it from the trailer. And this is back before Shazam. Like I was the type of person. I'm a, I'm the type of human being. I'm like a relic in this sense. God, this that's all right. Before IMDb, before Shazam, I was the person that knew what songs were and I knew what movie was which if I had enough clues. Right, like the trivia person. And before Shazam. I had to figure out what song was playing in the trailer for Life Aquatic and what song was playing in the trailer for My Father's Gun. And My Father's Gun is played, I think, in an extended clip they used to put on QuickTime for Elizabethtown. And I heard that, and just like once it goes, I like to know where the river boat sails tonight. And just like that, that, that soaring type of music, like it just connects with me. It's the same thing with uh, the band, which I don't have on here, but I love the band. And it's something about like... Uh, a combination, just like Americana folk type music that just, it, that's, that's, it's the closest I can, it's, it's, I think the best, the music you like the most is the one that's in rhythm with your heartbeat in maybe a certain way, or just like the, the way you, like you want to, your resting heart rate to be. And I find that with music like that, like my father's gun, which I've g- since gone back and listened to that album, uh, tumbleweed connection. And it's a great album. But the only, I wouldn't have found that song without a trailer. Same thing with uh, Pocket Full of Rainbows by Elvis. 
that's from Jerry Maguire. It's from a particular scene in Jerry Maguire, and it's on the soundtrack, which is Paul McCartney and which is Amy Mann and things like that. And so a lot of the time, I can't really enjoy music until I see it connected visually to something, like in film. Like Queen Bitch or um, Starman. That's in the end of the trailer for Life Aquatic. And seeing, I, I wouldn't have liked that song until I saw it with that. And then it's like, I'm in. I now have like a, like I, I, this means something to me now. And so a lot of the time hearing songs and music, like Orange Sky was on the Garden State soundtrack. It wasn't on the CD, but it was in the movie. And just that's the way I can connect to music because there's an emotionality to it. And there's certain songs that get ruined for me, like Safe and Sound. When I saw the music video, I didn't like the song anymore. Oh, same thing with Empire of the uh, Is it Empire of the Sun? Walking on a Dream? Walking on a Dream. I saw the music video. I'm like, oh, I don't like this anymore. It's For me, it's a very visual thing. And I think I listen to music cinematically. Like when I hear Float On... I am somehow like when I hear these songs, I'm outside of myself watching this moment and it connects it and makes it bigger and it makes it cinematic. And that's why sweet thing from uh, moonlight mile works for me. Uh, the movie moonlight mile, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Susan Strand and Dustin Hoffman. Cause I think it's the end song. But to me, when I hear that song, all I can think of is pure love and like driving to work in the morning with the sunrise up and knowing that you're in love from this day on. I own my father's gun We dug a shallow grave beneath the sun A lady's broken body down Below the southern land It wouldn't do to bury him in a Yankee stance So it is just like you said it would be. Life goes easy on me most of the time. So it is The shorter story No love, no glory No hero in her sky I can't take my 
very much visualize what's going to happen when I'm hearing these songs. When I pick music out, like when I worked at IO in Chicago, I would always, like, if the bartender would let me, I would take over the playlist for the night. Like Liz Larimore, just let me have that Spotify. And I would play the music and that I think I visualized people being happy to and people just like being in a good mood too and just like rocking out to and just like people dancing to or singing too so like if I knew that she and Mike Garrity were working I'd be sure to play like Willie Nelson <laughs> you know things like I would pick basically it's like 
the scene in The Big Chill when they put on Ain't Too Proud to Beg and everyone starts dancing and everyone's just like it's it's a moment and to be able to curate that moment to you know, I don't know it, it, I visualize the music cinematically now so when I'm when even when it's just me in the car that's what I see um for example Ben Harper's Sexual Healing that is, is a moment from <laughs> that specific song takes me to a moment uh, the previous summer in Seward in 05 when there was just super drunk girls and I had to drive their car and it was the middle of the day and they were just shit hammered and they were so drunk that they fell into the, a river and, and I'm, I'm driving their car back and so her pants are wet and so she just takes her pants off and throws them in the back seat so there's this bottomless girl <laughs> and like just like in, in the back seat of the car and it's her music and Ben Harper's sexual healing comes on. She's like, I want to fuck Ben Harper so bad. And it's just, so now all I hear when I hear Ben Harper's live from Mars version of sexual healing by Marvin Gaye is I'm thinking of 21 year old in summer, which is drunk, bottomless girls that I had no sexual relationship with, but it's just this very engaging, wild moment. And that's what I hear when I hear that song. It's just, it takes me to a place of just this bizarre, but like enthralling moment. You've been listening to Blank Cassette, a Nerdalogs production. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you liked what you listened to, check out full songs via our Spotify playlist or buy the songs on iTunes. Supporting the arts is the best. If you'd like to hear some bonus material that didn't make the final edit, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. And for more information on the Nerdalogs and our shows, go to www.nerdalogs.com. Take control of my body and mind. Soon we'll be making love, honey. Oh, I'll be my medicine. Open up and let me in. Oh, darling, darling, you're so great. Can't wait for you to operate. Uh. I can't wait for you to operate. I can't wait for you to operate. I can't wait for you to. Operate.